Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recording started. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Liaison Radio on the TalkShoe Network, the show that discusses your faith, soap, days of our lives, and general hospitals. I'm your host, Christy, from New Orleans, joined by my co-host, Celia, in Memphis. Hi, y'all. We are honored today to have Victoria Conifola as our special guest. Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, Victoria found her passion for acting at age seven after seeing an off-Broadway play of The Hobbit. Shortly after she began her acting career in an off-Broadway production of The South Pacific, Victoria has starred in a few indie films that you may have seen on Lifetime Channel, like Deadly Exchange and The Wrong Crush, or as a guest star on the TV comedy Modern Family. You know her best for being at Sierra Brady and Daytime Emmy nominated, and of course, one half of the popular couple known as Finn on Days of Our Lives. Catch Victoria is the villain in the upcoming film Living Dead Presents Fox City. Victoria, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Oh, you're welcome. I think we're good. We're happy. We're excited to talk to you today. Cool. I'm super excited to talk to you guys, too. Well, how's your okay, quarantine um, going? How's Lola? Lola's great. She's loving this extra mommy time, man. Like, she is not leaving my side. Every, everywhere I go, she's there waiting for food to fall or for a cookie or for some cuddles. Like, she's, she's living her best life right now. <laughs> so are my cats. <laughs> right? They love it. Yeah, they do. All right. I'm going to turn it over to Celia, and we're going to do some kind of rapid-fire icebreaker game. So no, no thought, just we're going to break some ice, get to know you better. Um, we're going to do two games, this and that. Um, these Love are it. from fans. So these are some of the fan que- or the fans wanted to know about you. The first one is Brooklyn, New York, or Poland? Oh, man, come on. <laughs> That's what you're doing. You the hardest me the hard-hitting questions from the get-go. <laughs> Oh, you guys are setting me up for failure. Um, I'm going to say Brooklyn, New York, just because that's where I was born and raised, and, and that is what resonates with me as, as home. You know, Poland is the country where my parents were both born and raised in, but Brooklyn just, just hits home for me. Popcorn or ice cream? <gasps> oh, th- these are definitely from the fans because those are my two favorite snacks ever, and they know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm from me. With, uh, you can blame me for that one. <laughs> that yeah, those are like my two. The only two snacks that I've been eating during quarantine are popcorn and ice cream. But if I had to choose, uh, I would do ice cream and then like cheat the system by doing a popcorn flavored ice cream. Good choice. Right. Lake or beach? Lake or beach? Uh, beach. Warm weather or cold weather? Cold weather. 
I love it when I have to put a sweater on and layer and boots and jackets. That's that's my jam right there. I, I have to say I'm a hoodie girl. I love my hoodies. Yeah. I literally I love them. In a hoodie. Even in the middle of summertime, I'm in a hoodie, and my friends look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, listen, I'm a hoodie girl, okay? This is my comfort zone, and this is what I'll be wearing for till infinity. Like, Exactly. Do you like reading a book yeah. or watching a movie? Oh, gosh. Um, I love reading, but as an actress, I think it would be kind of a stab in the back to my industry to not choose the movie. So I'm just going to go ahead and say movie. Okay. So the next um, game that we're going to do, um, in a previous interview, you were asked to describe yourself in three words. Well, we're going to flip the script on you, and I'm going to name Ooh. a few of your co-stars, and you get to name one thing that you love about them. The first one okay. <laughs> is Mr. Robert Scott Wilson. Um, the one thing that I love about Rob is that he is very dedicated in his acting process, and that in turn inspires me to be dedicated as well. Okay, the next one is Miss Camilla. Camilla, I love Camilla. My favorite thing, Camilla. My favorite thing about Camilla is her 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 resilience, her ability to give up. She is so feisty. I love that she's a Latina. Um, I, I am so not Latin. I'm like 100% white, but I love the Latina community. I love everything about their culture. So when she speaks, I just kind of look at her in awe because she has the accent and she'll just speak in Spanish and I absolutely love it. So there are a million things that I love about Camina. Okay, the next one is Miss it's actually your mama. I um, might mispronounce her name. I'm sorry. Kristen Alfonso. Kristen Alfonso. Oh, man. The one thing that I love about Kristen is how genuine she is. She is such a sweetheart and always has on a smile on her face. She's super positive and um, can truly make me smile just by looking at me and saying my name. She just has that infectious good energy and good heart, you know. Mm-hmm. And then while we're talking about family, I will do Brandon Beamer next. <laughs> Brandon Beamer. Know. Brandon is a goofball. I love how funny and and he doesn't really take life seriously and I think that's really admirable. He's just he's he's here for the ride and he's he he's a he's a trip for sure. Um Galen. Galen, I love, Galen and I have a very interesting dynamic. We love making fun of each other and, like, pushing each other's buttons. So I'd say I love how he insults me because I know he loves me. We, we only insult the ones that we love the most is what I say. <laughs> and... My um, the last last but not least, Brandon Barish. Brandon Barish. I love that man's brain. I could have a conversation with him for hours. Um, just listening to his theories on 
on the universe. I remember one time we had a full conversation on uh, alien life forms and if we think they exist. And he's just so intelligent. Um, it makes me want to, like, hug his brain and give his brain a big squeeze because it's, it's so interesting to speak to him. Oh, that is so great. I think Christy has a few questions for you, so I'm going to shoot it over to Christy. All right. I do. All right. So as a graduate of LaGuardia Performing Arts High School in New York City, you're among many famous alumni, including Jennifer Aniston, Adrian Brody, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Al Pacino, just with you. Are there any famous alumni actors from your high school that you look up to or inspires you and why? I'm going to say Darrell Jerome. Uh, he, and, and the reason why he inspires me is because he is one of my very best friends and has been, you know, since high school. Um, he graduated a year below me, but he just won an Emmy for Outstanding um, Lead Actor in a short drama series. So he just, I am so proud of him. Every time he tells me he's working on something new or informs me about a new move in his life, I get overwhelmed with feelings that I cry, you know. Um, as a sag after member, we get screeners sent to us, and I remember they sent us a screener for his Netflix show, When They See Us, and the cover and every page of the screener was just filled with compliments about him, and, and I remember reading it and crying and calling him and being like, this is real life, man. You made it. Like, congratulations. So I say he's the one that inspires me the most just because I've seen him and, and I've witnessed him transition into this uh, world of success. So, you know, he's the one that I'm the most proud of. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, next, uh, you seem to have a theme of horror and thriller films on your resumes. So my guess is that these types of films are your favorite to watch and act in. What do you find the most <laughs> challenging but rewarding about acting in the horror film genre? Oh, definitely. You have that right. Um, I do love acting in horror and more specifically being the villain. Um, I think it's so fun. And the fact that it is challenging is what I love. I love challenging myself and and pushing myself to see what I'm capable of. And, um, yeah, the, the most challenging is being able to relate to these characters because, you know, I'm not a murderer. I'd like to say that I'm a good human being. Uh, and playing that um, requires a lot of research and, uh, you know, understanding the psyche of somebody who, who is inclined to, to hurt others. And it's just uh, it's really it's just intriguing to have to, to go through the process of, of filming that. So the fact that it's challenging is definitely the reason why I love it the most. Awesome. I'm glad I had it right. I figured. I figured that's kind of yeah, what you Yeah, you got it. You know me. You're, like, listing all of my favorite things. <laughs> you, you got it. I, I did my research, so. <laughs> I can tell. Okay. In a previous interview with CD Lux Magazine, you said landing your role as Sierra on Days of Our Lives was like acting boot camp. So as a fan, I know it's the toughest acting job in the industry because you're memorizing 30-plus pages a day, you get only one take. But I've seen, like, terrible comments from people who don't understand soaps commenting on the acting. So what would you say to someone who has the wrong assumptions when it comes to working on a soap opera? 
Um, yeah, it's it's no secret that soap operas have this stigma of being super melodramatic, and and people love you know making fun of that genre. But I would just say, honestly, like if it's if you don't like it, then don't watch it. You know, if it's not for you, then find something else. This genre speaks to a lot of people, and there are millions of of people that watch it and it's become a staple in their lives. So they're the ones who appreciate it and that's who we're filming for. If you don't like it, we're not filming for you. We're not here for you the same way you're not here for us. So uh, go change the channel. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, bye, Felicia, right? (laughs) Right. Like, bye. If you don't like it, then go find something else. No one's forcing you to watch Days of Our Lives. Absolutely. I, I agree. And it just angers me that people say like, oh, it's such bad acting. I'm like, you don't understand what these actors go through to pull, pull it off. Right. And like, You may see it that way, but there's so many other components behind the scenes that people don't understand. Right. And it's also like, are you an actor? Do you want to go ahead and try it and do it better? Be my guest, you know, put your money where your mouth is. If you think we're bad actors, then then you step on set for a day and, and you see how much pressure it is and how hard it is to deliver, you know, not, not only 30 pages. Like at this point, my record is 70 pages in one day. 70 pages. That is sometimes how long an entire script is. Like that is, you know, like we – People love to not give us the credit that we deserve. They just love to hash it out as, oh, bad acting, bad writing, blah, blah, blah. But, no, it's it's far deeper than that. And if you can't understand the art, then the art isn't meant for you. Absolutely. I totally, totally agree with you because, I mean, I think you and everybody in soaps, like, you guys are, are amazing. I couldn't do what you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So now we're going to turn it back over to Celia with some fan questions. Cool. So we asked some, so we asked some fans on Twitter um, to pick out some or ask us questions to ask you, and we have a few um, at Macon. And I apologize for anybody that I messed up on their names. My bad. Um, <laughs> That's all right. N- n- at Macon, she said, "What these quarantine must." right now must have right now what 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 do you have to have right now what do i have to just like in general in quarantine um, yes i have to have i have to have my uh punching bag in my backyard honestly that is my salvation my backyard is my little oasis it's my way to, you know, breathe some fresh air and have some time with sunshine, you know. Um, if I didn't have that, then I would definitely be going a lot crazier than I am right now. But mentally I found that because I have my backyard, honestly, is uh, it's, it's the reason why mentally I've been pretty okay. Um, I've been handling it better than, than I thought. You know, I have my days, obviously, and I have my moments where, where I get upset and, and I'm overwhelmed and anxious, but ultimately I'm, I definitely need my backyard, my little space of nature. That's such a good, that's awesome. Um, so party 411 asked, what was your reaction to Ben and C or the, the fans reactions to Ben and Sierra in the beginning? Do you notice any change in the reactions from them now? 
So how was your reaction to um, the fans loving Sin? Yeah, um, when it first happened, they jumped on board from the second we aired. So that was incredibly surprising because we didn't even have a romance planned until a couple of months later. Um, So just getting their undying support from the get-go was extremely shocking. I I found that they've gotten not only more supportive, but also it's become... I've started interacting with the fans more, which I like because it humanizes me and and they get to see Victoria and not just Sierra. Um, And they just become more comfortable with sharing their opinions. They're, they're, you know, really blooming. And I found that they have a little family and they're confiding in each other and finding new friends and, and, and supporters in between themselves. So I think that's beautiful. They've created this network of people that, that come together to love Sin and Sierra and they're finding friendships with that. So that's, that's a really beautiful thing to be a part of. And I'm really proud of them for creating something like that. I love it. I mean, even before you aired, I I remember being on Twitter and there were like people shipping Ben and Sierra off of like just kind of promo yeah. pictures. I was like, okay, yeah. like I can just get behind this. Pictures. Like I can get behind this. And and then as <laughs> soon as like the first thing, I was like, yep, I you know I chose right. Like, but that was just me. And I love right. you know I've made a lot of friendships whether it's Finn or some other show or, you know, so I love that about um, the soap genre. We kind of, you know, all kind of come together, whether we're, yeah. we like the same t- couple or characters or whatever. So I love that answer. Um, at Original Sin 2018 asked, do you, do you feel Ron has written Sin the way he has, um, in parentheses, pushing the boundaries of daytime because of the natural chemistry you and Rob have. Definitely. Um, Ron has talked to us about it multiple times, and, and, and he loves the chemistry that Rob and I have. And, and I think that sin is what it is today because Ron saw something special happening between us, and he definitely took advantage of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with that statement. I love that. I love that. Um, one more question. Um, at Lizzie20114 asks, do, um, does she, you, want to, uh, to work at Titan or Basic Black with Brady? Do I or does Sierra? Sierra. Um, does she want Sierra to work at, sorry, to work at Titan oh, or Basic Black? So God, you, yeah. would you, would you like yeah. Sierra to work at Titan or right, Basic right. Black with Brady? Um, ultimately, I think I would want Sierra to work at Titan just because that's where her grandfather works. And um, it would just be, you know, paying homage to her family bloodline. So I'm going to go Titan. Awesome. Um, we want, we want to thank Melanie and your team at Cats PR for allowing us 
to interview you today. And we always give guests the opportunity to, to shameless plug anything you like or catching up on movies or films or whatever. So here's your platform. Shamelessly plug whatever you want. Just like things that I've been watching recently? Um, that yeah. or if you have any – if you have any fan events or – yeah. yeah, right now, you know, with the, the climate of everything going on, um, the acting industry along with many other industries is kind of put on halt for now. No one is filming anything and everything is just put off until further notice. So as of right now, I don't have anything. Also, you know, the contract with Days of Our Lives makes it difficult to book other projects in terms of scheduling. So um, right now there's nothing on the lineup, but um, – yeah, I've been watching Ozark. That's a show that has been, it, it, it caught my attention. I find that I'm comparing it to Breaking Bad and it's not as good, but it's still worth a watch if you're looking for something to binge during this time. Mm-hmm. I need to catch up on Ozark. So I need to catch up on the show. Yeah. Um, any, like, favorite charities or... um. Anything that is coming, um, upcoming films that we haven't mentioned oh, yes. that are coming out or? Yeah. Um, charities, I'm very involved in a lot of charities. I uh, work with Heal the Bay. That's a charity that I love a lot. Um, I love Greenpeace. I love the Malibu Foundation. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, environmentally conscious so any charities involving the environment are usually at the top of my list um so yeah ultimately also with this uh quarantine i love seeing the studies i know it's so hard on everyone but i love seeing the news coming up that you know our air quality is the freshest it's been in years and the water is not so polluted anymore and it's just that that's music to my ears so that's something that's keeping me positive and uplifted through all of this is the uh positive environmental impact that that this is having i love that i love that and it's it's good to know like some of the charities that you um like because a lot of the fans for birthdays and stuff um send uh, money to the charities of their favorite um people yeah. so that's good to know um yeah christy do you um, no i'm sorry what, what, go ahead you can oh, go ahead i was just going to shoot over to christy i was just going to say that the fans um already have done that for me they've sent uh money to the alzheimer's foundation in honor yeah. of my aunt who just passed away from alzheimer's they uh you know donate to heal the bay they donate to um, the ASPCA. You know, they, they find things that I love, like animals and the environment and people, and they find charities and donate it in my name. And I think that's really special. Um, it's just wonderful to have that kind of impact on the world with, with a TV show, you know. That's Definitely. Awesome. I mean, I was happy to donate. I think I donated for the Alzheimer's one. So I, you did? I love to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I just a few bucks. You. I couldn't afford much at the time, but like, yeah. But with that stimulus money, you know, 
maybe. <laughs> yeah. Leading on it. So, because oh, I love that when actors are like, oh, my favorite charity is such and such, and then you donate on their behalf. Um, I know I did that with a few fans for Camila, for the, I think it was the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in honor of her dad mm-hmm. that passed. And we all got yeah. together, and a bunch of us donated like $300. And I was able to give that oh my gosh, to her amazing. when I met her. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was very cool. I definitely support that. We had so many fans send in Twitter questions, but I know you probably have a limited amount of time. So, I mean, it's up to you. If you gotta go, yeah, we understand. A bit longer. Okay, well, let's do it. I, where am I going off to? <laughs> it's not like I have a big ball to attend tonight. I gotta go, you know, get glammed up. I have to go dance around in my living room with my dog. Hey. That that's cool. I mean, I put on makeup today just to feel faint. So I I understand. Yeah, I've been doing that recently. I did that last night. I have an online acting class that I've been a part of, and I was like, let me not look like a hobo when I FaceTime these people. Let me <laughs> present myself. It's some like, dignity. Totally. Totally. Um, one really good question we got in from at Buffy Fan Always asks if you could pick any time period to travel back to, what would you choose and why? I love this question because I've always felt my entire life that I belonged somewhere else. Um, Of course, I would love to go way back in time, like a couple centuries ago, uh, just to see what life was like in comparison to now. But um, ultimately, I feel like I'm an 80s child. Like, I wish that I was the age that I am now in 1980 so that I could grow up experiencing life the way, the way they did. The 80s. I, I love the 80s, baby. <laughs> I was born in 85. Yeah, like, I, I want to live in the Molly Ringwald movie universe. Like, I just, yeah, yeah. I would, like, go back to high school in the 80s. Like, I'm... Yeah, Yeah. like I want to be an adult. I want to be who I am right now in the 80s because I feel like I would cause a lot of trouble, and that seems like fun to me. <laughs> I could see you doing that. <laughs> Wreaking havoc all around Brooklyn. Like, yeah, that, that'd be me. I would love that. <laughs> uh, Buffy fan always also asks, what is your usual go-to coffee drink? My go-to coffee drink is, uh, in terms of ordering from Starbucks, is a venti nitro cold brew with coconut milk. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I just need a lot of caffeine. I've been drinking coffee since I was 14 years old, so at this point, a regular Uh, cup doesn't quite cut it for me. Yeah, you know, I've been drinking coffee since I was 16, so by the time I got to high school, I was like, I need it. Right, I need the strong one. Give me the espresso ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, at Junior88-09 asks, what's the first thing you're going to do when the quarantine is lifted? I'm going to go to the beach and spend all day at the beach. Uh, strange how we don't really appreciate the things that we love the most until we can no longer have it. Like, I have the beach right here. I live in California and 
the last time I went was a couple months ago, um, and that makes me really sad. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Malibu, go to the beach, and just spend all day there with Lola. Cool. Uh, who has the most consistent routine or does the most superstitious thing at the day set? Huh. I don't think any of us I, – I, we don't have, like, a weird, creepy ritual. We all just kind of have the same routine, which is, you know, hair, makeup, coffee, run lines, and film. Right. Sounds good. Um, at Sinful Stacy asks, if Sierra and Ben were on a road trip, who is driving and who is in charge of the music? If Sierra and Ben were on a road trip? Yes. Um, ben would drive, Sierra would do music. And then we'll switch it. You and Rob. Same question. Same answer. He would drive, I would do music. And then he would fight <laughs> me for the music control. And then I would have to fight him back because I'm in charge of the music, but he thinks he's going to be in charge of the music. He and I have a very, like, interesting dynamic. We're both such alphas that we butt heads a lot. It's really funny. <laughs> and then you would fight over New York or Boston, right? Right. So we have the whole New York and Boston <laughs> thing. I'm a fan of the Patriots, and that's something that he loves about me. Like, if you were going to ask him, what his favorite thing about me is, it would be that I'm a Patriots fan. I can guarantee you I can bet money that that's what his answer would be. But I don't like the Red Sox. I like the Yankees. And he hates me for it. And I hate him for it. And my cousins um, like the Mets, so. <laughs> that is so hilarious. I have cousins and they're Mets see. fans. They're New York Mets fans. <laughs> Just just from that and, like, knowing you guys vibe so much off screen is, like, that proves why Sin is such, like, this huge popular thing. Yeah. He and I just have very similar souls, I guess. We just, like, we vibed from the very beginning. It was really great. Um, and, yeah, we have a pretty special bond. It's awesome. Yeah. I see that. Um at Team Sierra, Ben asked, what is Sierra and Ben's love song? And then she asked if you would sing it, but you don't have to do that. Oh, if no. You don't want to. Oh, no. I am not warmed up, honey. No, no, no. I can't just pull out <laughs> these vocal cords after, year, after what feels like years of being in quarantine. I, <laughs> um, but their love song, I don't know. I honestly don't know because we don't really have licenses to play music right. on the show we just create our own music so i think their love song would be whatever song was playing um in the cabin when they were eating cereal together remember that scene before oh yeah lovey-dovey stuff happened and and he was washing my feet and i kicked him in the face and he made me cereal oh my gosh and he put his face <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that foot washing scene. I was freaking out. This is like what Jesus did with his disciples. This is like freaking me out. Like, I love this. It, it, was, it awesome. was freaking me Sorry. out, too. I hate when people touch my feet. I can't even let my pedicurist touch my feet half the time. And now I have to do it on camera with this man who I barely know, and he's like washing in between my toes and shit. And I'm like, Jesus, can this just be over? Oh. <laughs> 
But yeah, whatever. It came across really well though on screen. (laughs) Right, right. It was great. When I was laughing after I kicked him in the face, it was more like my nerves coming through with the laugh on it. I'm like, yeah, I can see right through you, Victoria. You're laughing because you're sweating on the inside. Like that's hilarious. But was that um, that scripted though? The kick in the face. Yes, it was. It was. It was scripted. Okay. We had to practice. So wasn't it wasn't just like a nervous sure. twitch, right? Okay. No, no. It was. It was supposed to happen. Okay. All right. Um, another good question was: If Finn were to have an adventure location shoot outside of Salem, where would they go, and what is the storyline? Ooh. Oh, I love this. Um, they would definitely go. Somewhere in Europe, I want to say Italy or Paris, like a very romantic place. These two are very romantic, and they're very into each other. Ben and Sierra literally Mm -hmm. cannot take their eyes off each other, right? They're just so intertwined in each other's beings. Right. So, (laughs) So I'm thinking they go to one of the most romantic places, so they can go to Venice, um, they can go to Paris. They can go to, you know, Amsterdam. I heard Amsterdam is quite romantic, just one of the romantic places. And I think that they would be, the storyline is just them, you know, going on vacation and, and maybe like a, like a taken situation where somebody steals someone, someone gets kidnapped, and the other has to run through Paris to find them. I think that would be a pretty fun adrenaline-filled episode. Absolutely. I could see that. I mean, I've been to Paris and Venice, thankfully, thanks to my dad. And it, oh, it'd be awesome to see them there. Yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite Sierra scene moment? You, can, you don't have to say anything that was filmed in advance that we haven't seen. I want to get you in trouble. The thing is, that's what I want to do. Uh, you haven't even seen it yet, guys. Um, it's, yeah. Right, yeah, we're eight months in advance. There's so much that I want to say right now. Um, all right, my favorite, and I think this actually tops everything. My favorite moment is when Sierra saved Ben from the execution room, um, mm-hmm. primarily because I think that was the first time that the writing allowed Sierra to fully be the badass that she is. You know, up until then, it had always been her being kidnapped and being the damsel in distress and always needing to be saved. But this time, she's the hero, and she's the one saving the love of her life and and making the risky moves. And I think that shows a lot about her character. And I was really excited when I realized that Sierra the crying woman in the corner, you know, she takes charge. And I'm very happy that, that Ron gave me the opportunity to play it that way. I love seeing that I, side I of those. Sierra, too. Yeah, I was like, she is like she's ride a- or die for him. That's what I was like. This is a ride or die couple right here. They can do anything. Right. They will literally do We're anything for each other. Man. If he's, yep, if he's going down, then I'm going down, too. Um, absolutely. Um, now, this is probably, I know you get asked this so much, your favorite Sierra and Ben moment, so you could just pick one or two. Um, 
my favorite Sierra and Ben Mint. There's so much of it, and it kind of just gets jumbled up in my head because um, there's so much content. And, and it's, I think my favorite Sierra and Ben moment would be, hmm, oh, maybe when they attended um, Stefan and Gabby's wedding. I thought that was pretty cool. They were just kind of in there, you know, like on the same team. They both had their heads in the same place. They were holding each other's hands and supporting each other, and I think that's a pretty wonderful moment. Plus, Ben was eating a Kit Kat, right? So that's kind of hilarious. Oh, my God. Wow, you know it. You know it down <laughs> to the candy. Yeah, he was eating a Kit Kat. But the thing well, is, that Kit Kat was on set from Halloween, and it was stale. So he ate it, and he tried to make me eat the Kit Kat. And I was like, no, Rob, I don't want to eat the Kit Kat. I'm going to have chocolate in my teeth. He was like, no, try it. It's delicious. Trying to set me up for failure. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> It's so yeah. funny because I, mean, Brandon, I see you guys get these sweets too, like sent to you, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, and the fans are like, yeah, we can't wait to see Rob like go to the gym to work that off. And I'm like, oh Jesus, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, no, the sweet, it's a facade, it's fake. He's not actually sweet. He loves to torture me. It's it's horrible. <laughs> he treats me terribly. <laughs> It's so funny. I love that. It's so funny that, that you brought up the Kit Kat. It's funny that you brought up the Kit Kat because Brandon just mentioned the Kit Kat and him, uh, Noah had an Instagram little thing and he mentioned Rob and the Kit Kat. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Rob and the Kit Kat. Yeah, you know, I mean, I admire a man who can have like six pack abs still eat a Kit Kat. That's impressive. That's right. I mean, he also works out more than, like, any other human I've ever seen. So he, he works for it, for sure. It's dedication. Sure. Yeah. Very dedication. I think the last question that we didn't get to was Lizzie asked, what is your dream storyline for Sierra? My dream storyline for Sierra is for Bo to come back and for them to reconnect. Yes, me too. Right? Like, I, love, I love my Bo and Hope. That, you know, I was a 90s kid, and I love me some Bo and Hope, and I love me some John and Marlena. And I miss yeah. my Bo. So. Uh, it's yeah, it's something that I would really love, and I think the fans would love. I, I think it. Uh, yeah, I just want Peter Reckle back. I want to meet him. I haven't even met him at all. Maybe I one think day. the fandom <laughs> would just explode if that happened. Like they would just be so excited. I know it would be monumental for sure. Yeah. All right, I have one more question. Love, 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 love to talk to you all day, but I don't, I don't know. I don't yes. have any other questions. Well, I have one more, Christy. What's your I have one more for her. Okay. Um, all right. If you could um, ask, it doesn't even have to be on the show. It doesn't have to be on days. But is there anybody in the industry that you haven't worked with that you would love to work with? Oh my God! Yes, like everyone. Um, <laughs> I want to work with so many people. 
My dream is to work with Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously. That's been a dream of mine since I was a oh, um, Me too. Yeah, I want to work I want to work with him so bad. I think it would be interesting. I also want to work with Shia LaBeouf. I think that man is so Ooh. talented. I have a crush on him. I would love to work with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I had right? a crush on Leonardo DiCaprio when I was, like, a teenager. Like, I would literally kiss his poster, oh like, God. every night to the point where his lips, like, got messed up on the poster. Really yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> I know that that was me. Uh huh. I had a poster up in, on my wall. You know, like most people had like bands and stuff. No, my walls were filled with Leonardo DiCaprio. I had Romeo and Juliet. I had like two posters for Romeo and Juliet. I had like three for Titanic. It was um, it was bad. So Romeo and Juliet, that's the movie where I fell in love with him. I saw that film and I was like, holy moly, you need to be my husband. Um, that didn't work out, obviously, <laughs> but, you know, maybe I will, yes. listen, <laughs> you never know, life is crazy sometimes, maybe I'll marry Leo. Bring it, as long as I'm invited. Right? <laughs> I'll invite you to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought that of plenty of my celebrity crushes growing up. I'm like, I want to meet, I want to marry Adam Brody and Mark Paul Gossler and, like, all these hot guys from all these shows. <laughs> right, like... <laughs> But do we have any more questions, any more plugs? That is it. I'm pretty sure that is it, although I want to chime in and say Original Sin chat in the chat room was like, uh, you guys, I think uh, Honeymoon in Italy for Sin, which I think is a really good idea when they get there down the line. Honeymoon in Italy. Down the line, yeah. Mm. I mean, if they ever potentially get married, then I think Honeymoon in Italy would be, would be it. They'd be riding the gondolas and whatnot. It'd be fun. And I can, and I can see, you know, I can, I can see Ben trying to sing to Sierra and <laughs> and be goofy. Oh lordy. Yeah, I can see Ben being afraid of the boat, being afraid that he's going to tip over or something, and then Sierra. Okay, baby, hold my hand. I got you. And he's like hiding behind her. That's just funny because Rob is this big, giant man, and I'm like a little woman, and him hiding behind me for dear life would be a funny visual. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I could see it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you're entertained by my shenanigans. I love it. Oh, oh my God, because I can picture it now. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can picture you and Rob having shenanigans, too. <laughs> Together, having the two of you together probably be even more hilarious. So. Oh yeah, we're 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 when we're together, we're hilarious. Yeah, I uh, really wanted to see you guys in like June, but I'm like, well, I don't think it's gonna happen now. <laughs> now with everything oh God, going on, no right? Like that is the least of our concerns as fan events. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I I couldn't even afford it before. Now I'm like, now I can see yeah, it without being in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard, but you know, hopefully, once everything is back on track, we'll be able to reschedule. And if not, then maybe we'll get refunds. You know, like I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen, but gotta keep keep going, keep keep keeping on. Yeah, definitely. 
All right. Well, we will let you go and you get to uh, your quarantine activities and take it over Instagram and whatever else you're up to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm taking over um, popular or pop star magazine's Instagram today, so that should be fun. Yep. Yeah, I saw a few of your posts. That that was cute, and I just love your little Instagram things of, of Lola. I'm like, oh, she's so adorable. She's my life. Like, I'm obsessed with that dog, man. She's right now, she's <laughs> laying on my belly right now. I'm laying on my couch, and she's just, like, looking into my soul with those eyes, those puppy eyes. Love it. Yeah. So cute. All right. Yeah. Well, we love you, and we are wishing you the best, and we can't wait yes. to see what else you're going to be in the side space. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Like, thank you for that's awesome. Yeah, we appreciate it. And just a quick message to you guys and the fans. You know, um, stay safe out there, and I'm wishing you guys a lot of love. Yes, right back at you. Yes, stay safe. Stay inside. Do some social distancing, people. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Hey guys, I really hope you uh, enjoyed it. I'm so glad Victoria was able to join us for that time. So, Celia, I noticed you had some background noise. Did I? I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. I didn't want to mute you because you were still kind of talking at some point. So I was like, I hope that's not too distracting. There's a car. So sorry if you all had trouble listening. Um, um, we try our best, but uh, for the most part, we I think we were coming across pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty clear. So we appreciate you all for listening. And if you were not able to listen to the entire interview and you're listening now, it'll be up on our website probably within the next hour. It usually processes pretty well if it's less than an hour uh, broadcast. And then uh, you can listen to it anytime uh, on our website. And then it is linked on TalkShoe. I think we have links to like our, it's on iTunes and maybe something else. Trying to remember what else it's linked to. But uh, you can always download it via the iTunes like podcast and listen to it then. And so we thank you guys for for listening, whether you were listening live or listening in the podcast. And uh, we'll see you next time. Stay tuned to our socials on Twitter and Facebook at Liaison Radio. And Celia, you're at? Uh, Temporary Fix 92. Correct. So, so yes, we will uh, see you guys. Next time, hopefully we'll have another Friday discussion, and I am working on getting more guests for you guys, especially considering during this time we're all, well, most of us are having to stay home and be in quarantine. So it is a good time to uh, 
you know, have interviews like this if we're blessed to do so. So that's, that's it, y'all. So we hope you have a great rest of the day. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And that, that about wraps it up. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.